we are never truly lost. Well, okay, sure. Maybe we get turned around for a few days in the woods where life just feels like it's getting the best of us and everything's going wrong. And I'm Mike Martin, and I've stood right where you're standing, lost, beaten down, like nothing's ever gonna change. And that's why I built this camp. And that's why I'm inviting you to join me and all the members of this wild community. Because you know what, friend? It does get better. So come along with me into the wild and let me show you this awesome, unique skill set that lays within inside of you. With help from the land, we're gonna unlock the steward that's inside each and every one of us that will lead the way out of the darkness and into healing. Here at the Camp of Healing on Project Mindfully Outdoors. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Project Mindfully Outdoors. As always, I'm your guide and your host, Mike Martin. And I got to thank you for not only tuning in to today's episode, but also kind of being patient, working with me, and even reaching out to me about the uh, unnormal cadence of last week's episodes and I'm gonna tell you you know as we sit here smack dab in the middle of the week I can fortunately say that I've gotten back on track and you know I'm starting to find my footing within a lot of the things that got in the way last week and I was really struggling with you know I speak all the time I'm on this podcast and on the work that I do about the journey and the hiccups that come along and why they come along and the reason that they happen is because you know what it forces you to take an inventory internally and you know step through the weeds and move into a better stronger more secure version of yourself and I shared a lot of that story over the weekend during uh, the big wrap-up newsletter that comes out every weekend, which I shared a synopsis of how I've been struggling with all this forward progress and, you know, really, in, really, I guess, a lot of newfound momentum and success as of late. And I kind of touched on some ideas that we're going to be exploring a lot more here coming up in future episodes. But at this point, 
We're going to really center in and focus on this podcast, this episode, and this campfire because it was one that when I sat around and I thought about what I could do or where I could look, I dove into the archives and also the backlog, trying to find, you know, just that little branch that I could stand and start to build with. And as I swam through that backlog, I came across the conversation that I hadn't had the opportunity to share with you yet. But what was cool about it is that it impacted me in a way that kind of gave me a little bit of a way to set my, my sights and what I needed to put in my crosshairs. And that was my conversation with Thomas Garza. Because we dove into this idea of forgiveness. And I saw how in order to go forward and not lose the momentum, I had to do a lot more forgiving of myself. You know, it's just a little bit of context, a little something to chew on to help set this conversation up. And I hope that you'll take a minute to kind of think about your position in life. And how when a lot of things come your way, good or bad, it gets overwhelming and you want to sit down and possibly even drop the ball. But you know in the back of your mind and deep in your heart that you can't. So the idea of looking at things that can help you, I believe forgiveness is one of those tools that you can pull out of your backpack because the guilt and even the shame sometimes takes away the vision that you deserve the things that are going on around you so on that note i hope you'll swing over to the website and sign up for the newsletter if you haven't yet because it's jam-packed full of not only you know insights and synapses of the journey and the things that I'm going through, but also I share a lot more about the behind the scenes with the guests at the campfires, such as today with Thomas Scarza. So I'll see you on the flip side of this word from our sponsor. I hope you enjoy. spring is here and I'm sure you're wondering how you can take your adventure up to the next level right I mean we're always looking for that sort of new boost so you want to know a secret I've been turning to my good friends at Fresh Cat to take advantage of all the amazing natural boosts that come from mushrooms that's right and the results well they speak for themselves backed by a 100% rock-solid customer happiness guarantee. I'm positive you're going to love the results as well. You know, Fresh Cap has been with us right from the start of this journey. They were the first one to sign on and to back me on this mission. And throughout that time, I've really come to trust and rely on their amazing products. So give yourself a little bit of added self-care this spring. 
by adding the ultimate mushroom to your self-care regimen and take your adventure to the next level. Just visit freshcap.com or hit the link in the show notes. And while you're there, use promo code Project Mindfully Outdoors 10 to save 10% on your order today. That's freshcap.com and promo code Project Mindfully Outdoors 10. So uh, we're sitting here on opposite sides of the country enjoying different weather right now. I mean, it's kind of strange here, but, you know, this uh, global warming thing is definitely, we're feeling the effects this winter. Yeah, and we really are. Even down here, I'm in Arizona, and we've had uh, quite a bit of rain lately. It's sunny right now, though. You don't get a lot of rain out there, though, do you, normally? Not a ton. No, not a ton. There is what we call a rainy season in July and August, and there's a second rainy season over the winter, December, January, that time frame, but it's that's relative. It's all a relative <laughs> term. Not a lot of rain, no. Yeah, it's been strange because normally this time of year, instead of sitting in the deer blind, getting ready for uh, turkey season, I'm usually out on the ice and... There's not much of that to really speak of in my area. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just wild. Everybody's weather patterns, it seems like, are different no matter where you are. And, and it kind of makes me wonder if maybe, you know, we're uh, the, the effects of global warming, maybe we're starting to feel kind of that vengeful effect for Mother Nature before we get into the idea of she starts to relinquish based on forgiveness for some of the missteps yeah. we've made. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting because this is something that's been around, the idea's been around. I can remember people talking about the greenhouse effect and, and you know, greenhouse and carbon-based gases and all that when I was a kid in the 70s and 80s. And so the idea's been around. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, nobody really knows what the effects are going to be, doesn't seem like. No, definitely. And, you know, I think it really ties beautifully into this idea of conservation as far as like life principles. You know, we go through life, we make mistakes, we turn around, we try to correct those. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of the time that we hit a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there there really are. There are times where we give up where we uh, think we're doing the right thing too. And we discover that we've been sorely mistaken. <laughs> In fact, we were causing damage. And, uh, you know, is it irreparable damage? Well, we don't really know. We have no idea. But uh, it's wild to think about. And, you know, I think that um, you mentioned forgiveness, the, the idea of forgiveness a minute ago. And, you know, I think that um, everybody just does the 
best they can, the most of the time anyway. I think that the vast majority of people do the best they can with the tools they have at their disposal, with the information they have or the level of experience that they have at the moment. And um, it's uh, you can apply that to individual relationships as well as global relationships because the concept, the idea is exactly the same. It is. It's a lot of trial and error and just trying to figure mm -hmm. out things in real time based on like old habits, old thought processes. And you thought that they worked, then you find out they're maladaptive. And yeah, at some point, I think you throw your hands up in the air. You're kind of like, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Well, I don't really have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. good. Cause then this conversation will go on for a little while. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, every, uh, every day I feel like everything that I've learned in my lifetime, I'm 51. And um, so I've, I've seen some things, but there are many times a day where I just sit there and I think, God, I don't know anything at all. I feel like I know nothing. Right. Mm. And, you know, as you walk like through the journey of your story and you feel like, you know, I don't really know exactly where I'm going, mm -hmm. what I'm doing. And you stumble along bringing different people in and out of your lives and they have effects and they're like, they're the lingering effects of that kind of shape and mold how you uh, perceive the world around you. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it interacts and it's yeah. because it, all just builds up and you carry it in your backpack mm -hmm. yeah you carry it around in your backpack and uh, the backpack can get heavier and heavier until you begin to develop a stoop and sometimes we see people not only do that but also fall down to the ground and remain immobile and uh, it's yeah it becomes at some point acknowledging that we've all got stuff in the backpack so let's let some of that go let's release some of that so that we can continue walking yeah that's where that whole idea of forgiveness comes in i mean i've discovered it's not a case of walking up to somebody and saying hey you know you did x y and z i forgive you it's a case of internally processing through it and finding that ability to forgive the course of events, you know, like that discovering the decision that you can either put it in the backpack and carry it, or you can walk through it and then let it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, you know, it's interesting that you said the forgiving the course of events, because it's so much broader. The idea applies to everything. We often think of forgiving somebody for something that they actually did or, or didn't do, you know, an act or an omission and something that uh, we wanted them to do and they didn't, but we often think of it in that way as something that someone does, but really the idea can be expanded to apply to a course of events, in entire societies, all of that. Uh, it's all stuff that we put in the backpack and, and carry along with us. And, and it's the same forgiveness is the same process that, can be applied to everything really yeah i think one of the very first conversations that i had around the idea and it was with uh kellen Flugerty, and he 
we you know we recorded a conversation for the podcast and he had a lot of those principles and ideas that really at the time made no sense so mm-hmm. you know i i know if you tune into a conversation based on that idea where you're listening to somebody say you know you don't have to go to somebody and say i forgive you you have to make the the steps you know along that path and just kind of discard things on your own regardless of what the effect it has on anybody else mm-hmm. is a bit confusing it's a bit weird because i know for me it was like i don't know over my head at the time oh. that i walked that journey and mm-hmm. i started to understand it a little bit better okay yeah well and uh, you know it's, it's really interesting that you point this out nobody has to know that we're doing it because it's not like we have to email somebody and compose this elaborate email saying yeah, i forgive you and I, you know i feel badly whatever they don't have to know we're doing it we don't have to have them for a sit down dinner you don't have to call them you don't have to text them it's something that's done in our minds and that's uh, it's it's very powerful because oftentimes people don't forgive a situation or a person because they don't want to see them Right? They don't want to confront them. And, and maybe somebody's been in an abusive relationship or something like that where it would be completely inappropriate and unsafe for them to do it. But the, everything can still be done in the mind, which is one of the really, really powerful things about it. That's what I've definitely discovered because you know a lot of the things that I've gone through and people that I've had those kind of experiences with, there's no way I'm going to walk up and say, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in order to change that lens that I view the world through, I've had to go through a process of not only acceptance and, you know, stop bargaining with myself that that makes sense and that's the way it should be. But I've had to learn how to forgive and let it go, leave it behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an essential component of it is is releasing it because sometimes people forgive in what's just kind of a um, half-hearted way. It's it's half-assed, if I may say so. <laughs> I mean, it really is because uh, people tend to forgive. My mother was a perfect example of this when she was alive. She would forgive with strings attached. And the the message that she would convey was, okay, well, I'll forgive you just this once, but if you ever do it again, I'm going to cancel your birthday, and you're going to be grounded for the rest of your life, and I'm going to take your car keys, and and I'm not going to feed you, and I'm going to make you remember your transgressions against me every moment of every day going forward. And Well, I mean, I I think it doesn't take... um, much thought for people to realize yeah that's really not the way it should work i mean if you're going to let something go and release it release it but not keep it right yeah there's a part in uh a book called the wind is my mother written by bearheart where he talks about this idea of relinquishment you know a lot of what i like to do is i like to use physical things in order to visualize a very visualizing person throughout my journey. Yeah. And he talks about how, you know, you give a friend a gift. You give them, say, an old stereo that was really important to you. And you like the idea that even though it's not in your home anymore, 
it's now at your friend's place. The location's changed. You can still go visit it. So you still get that tie and that touch with it. Mm-hmm. However, one day you're walking down the street, you walk past, say, an old pawn shop, and you see your stereo right there in the window. Now, that first instinct, because you still have the connection to it, is to run in there, throw the money down on the counter, grab it, run out, and take it home. It's safe now. Mm-hmm. However, when you continue to walk down the street and you don't give it a second look or a second thought, you've truly relinquished mm-hmm that connection and i think a lot of that ties in beautifully to this idea of the things that we carry because we refuse to release things mm-hmm. yeah and that really just makes the uh, to continue with the image of the backpack because i think it's a great one i mean that's exactly what it is it's a backpack with lots of space in it <laughs> and we have a tendency to fill it up but if, if someone doesn't fully let something go then there's still weight in there and it just continues to come back to mind and it gnaws on people yeah it's a it's a difficult situation to be in it is i mean from personal experience you know the more you carry those things around the more you harbor them the ultimately that backpack does end up make you lay face first on the ground mm-hmm. you know it becomes that that you blame everything and you take the decision out of your own hands mm-hmm. yeah that's a really good point you, you completely disempower yourself you i mean you give your power away for sure mm-hmm. and you know when i think about that idea of empowerment and the fact that it all comes down to a decision and just how simple that decision really is when you break it down into pieces you realize that if i'm going to take the intention to better myself and start to work through these forgiving processes they are a staircase really you know Mm -hmm. you set the goal of i'm going to forgive this i'm going to let go of that but i've got to walk each individual step in order to get there now the tricky part becomes the fact that we don't know what that staircase really looks like or what it's made out of let alone if it's safe enough to support us as we climb yeah so you've got to do the work internally to reinforce it that's it i mean you just said it that's kind of a period mic drop isn't it you've got to do the work internally there's never any substitute for that. And this is a message that I that I always have for everybody that I work with. And when I broadcast on YouTube, that's a message that just keeps coming up again and again. There's no substitute for doing the work and it's all internal. And we've all got to do it ourselves. As much as we'd love for somebody to just come along like Yoda and wipe it all away from us so we didn't have to do anything. We could go back to doing the same old thing over and over and over again, but now can't really do that we've got to do the work ourselves most definitely and i know that when you get to that point where you acknowledge that Mm. the other hang-up can become and i gotta walk through all that stuff again you know i gotta feel it and i gotta experience i gotta be vulnerable with the situation so that becomes like the second hang-up yeah that can be a big one you know say as a spiritual teacher i'm fond of saying that it's an adult responsibility i mean it's for grown-ups 
it really is because it's about taking responsibility for um you know i mean it doesn't matter what the situation is that that you're rehashing or forgiving it's about taking ownership for the decision that only you have in the present moment to forgive and release i mean you could the other alternative is you can keep it right you see that that's kind of where uh it gets into that stickier part though when you're going down that journey and you're opening up the vulnerability you realize that each uh each thing that you got to forgive was a two-sided street so your actions their actions you gotta let go of both otherwise maybe you let go of what they did to you in the effect however you're still susceptible to continuing that same pattern yeah it's really interesting because we really we really can't do anything about what let's say we're forgiving another person for something or a pattern of behavior or whatever there's really nothing we can do about them we've got to do our own work and there's a certain element of like you mentioned climbing a staircase you don't know if if the actually safe if it's going to collapse on you is there a handrail we don't know because it sometimes feels like we're fumbling around in the dark but um you know we're responsible for our own decisions and choices and just because we're doing the work doesn't mean that the other person is going to do it and uh, you know I, i'll just come back to my own mother who actually has been the the biggest forgiveness experience lesson of my life she was long story short an abusive raging alcoholic and we had a what can best be described as a complicated relationship for for many years and um, yeah, she passed in 2016 but prior to that i was able in my own mind to forgive her for everything decades of um, abusive behavior uh, really decades and it was a long it took me a long time to be able to do that i wasn't uh, it wasn't until i was in my early 40s when i actually was able to do all of that effectively and um, it's you know it was not easy and she kept going right up until the time that she died she kept up her pattern of behavior the entire time so my own work benefited me and uh, you know it's important to realize that people may continue a pattern of behavior for the rest of their lives and there's not much you can do about it but you can take responsibility for how you show up right you can take responsibility for how you make decisions and, and in the moment how you respond to everything and that's something that you know walking through the school of stoic philosophy i've really honed in on and been able to build that muscle of understanding that you can't control everything else around you yeah. you control simply your decision your actions and you got to put that up for review throughout the course here or at the end of the day and, yeah. and and decide you know if that 
your actions for the day helped you go forward, they kept you the same, or they even knocked you backwards a little bit as far as what it is you truly see yourself becoming. Yes. And if you find that you're doing that and you honestly can assess that you knocked yourself backwards, forgive yourself, that, that's something I would suggest. I mean, I've had to do that too, because we all, we're, we're and, and still we're indoctrinated, we're, we're conditioned to seek, seek, seek um, goals and, and do things. And it's inevitable that there are going to be days where it feels like we took not just one, but several <laughs> steps backward. <laughs> like we fell on our face multiple times along the way. We've all had days like that. But, you know, forgiving yourself is, is giving yourself some grace and, and all you can do is in the next very next moment make the decision again and go from there but uh, people people spend a lot of time don't they on, on regret and, and beating themselves up for for things that they did or didn't do and and uh, we we really live in the past in that way all of us that's one side effect of the human experience ain't it is that yeah it's <laughs> yes. really that that unique ability we have for storytelling and we uh -huh. tell stories about everything and we like to get hung up on them because let's face it self-suffering is part of the human experience as well and no go ahead Yeah, it's the way we've made it for sure yeah, one minute we feel great and then the next minute we're just uh, either grief-stricken or angry or we're frustrated or we want to lash out and rage or we're sad and then we feel great and everything's beautiful again and it can get real exhausting pretty quickly most definitely so as we come toward the end of our time together though i got a question that i love to hit everybody okay. with toward the end from the forgiveness journey and really the path that your life has led to get you to where you are now. You got to leave us with words of inspiration and motivation. Yeah, I, uh, I guess the most, uh, the thing that comes to my mind right away is that a lot of people, maybe, maybe if you're watching this, you're among them, right? Um, a lot of people find it real easy to forgive other people and other situations and, and events, but not themselves. And so I would say, please include yourself. If, you're, if you've got some things in your life that occur to you that you need to let go of, include yourself in that situation. And I would just say, keep going. I mean, I, I refer again to the decades long process with my own mother. And what I needed to do was I had to be in my 40s when I did it. I, I couldn't have done it earlier because I had certain steps to go through, certain experiences. So I guess the number one thing that I would say there is trust the process. Trust the process. Give yourself the grace, the space to understand that you don't have to carry that baggage you don't even have to lash out with it no. you know you can take it and you can bury it and give it back to you can give it back to the land really mm. you know i mean 
Yeah. We're not intended to carry that stuff. It's not a part of nature's plan. So mm -hmm. why force yourself to have to struggle and climb a little bit harder than you really have to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, you, you can bury it. You can burn it and release it, whatever that actually looks like for you. But we weren't meant to carry this burden. Yeah, we really weren't meant to carry it. We're, we're meant to let go of and release things. And uh, we just really get in our own way when we don't. That's for sure. The idea of stop stepping on your own feet really comes to, to mind. And I think that's a great way to wind this down. I don't want to keep you too long. I'm glad that we got to do this. So oh, yeah, this is, this is really fun. This is something I could do for multiple hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I can completely relate to that. Mm -hmm. So before we do wrap this up, though, before I let you go, you got to let people know how to get in touch with you and all that good stuff. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah, um, I, uh, I show up on YouTube five or six times a week, and the my YouTube channel is, is at Reverend R.E.V. Tomas Garza, and that's the best way to, I think, see me in action. Email is also good, and the email address is Tomas, T-O-M-A-S, at TomasGarza.com. And questions, comments, I, I'm a, a coach, I'm an experienced mentor, and uh, yeah, we all have questions along the way. Just another message that I'd send out there is that you do have help along the way. You're not alone, and well, help's available to you if you need it. Well, brother, I'm glad we got to walk down the forgiveness trail a little bit. We got to do this again sometime soon. It would be fun. Yes, I really appreciate this. Thank you. Absolutely. As I personally have come to discover and really deeply understand, some of the most authentic missions in life are born in the face of unexpected events, which is why I value my relationship with today's sponsor, MyMedic.com. I'm very proud to share with you the special offer that we put together with the folks over at MyMedic. Because right now, when you use the promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15, you'll save 15% site-wide on their entire selection of life-saving products. You know, the weather is finally starting to get warm, which means we have it's time to hit the field, camping, hiking, fishing, and just outright chasing the adventure, right? As you're gearing up and you're getting ready, don't overlook the most important staple of any trip, first aid and preparation. Having the ability to provide first aid and care in the field saves lives, and MyMedic.com is founded on that exact principle. Because, you see, there was a tragic event that ended up costing someone's life while waiting for emergency assistance after an accident. And the survivors found themselves powerless in that moment, unable to do anything to save a life because they were unprepared. So then, after that event, they got together and formed MyMedic.com. 
and we will put the power back in not only their hands, but your hands. And should a, an emergency situation arise, and you know, I always keep my medic sidekick pack close at hand, just with the same peace of mind. And right now, you can do the same. Put the power in your hand, and give yourself that peace of mind by visiting mymedic.com or hitting the, sh the link in the show notes and using promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15 today. That's mymedic.com, promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15 and be ready should that situation ever arise for you. Well, that's it. That's all. That's the end. We've reached the end of yet another edition of the Campfire Sessions of Project Mindfully Outdoors. And I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. And not only that, but I hope you can kind of see where uh, the twists and turns brought this conversation to be completely relevant. Not only with the story that I shared with you way back at the beginning but also in the theme of this week because this week has been all about trying to spark that that conservationist and that steward that's within you know a lot of the things that, that we do throughout the course of our journey the decisions that we make that we realize are not always the greatest after the fact a lot of it leaves us with something that we have to look in the mirror and carry you can forgive yourself for those things you're still allowed to enjoy success happiness and adventure so going forward make a conscious effort to be a little kinder to yourself regardless of where you are and what took you to that point. And until next time, get out there in the wild. It's where the stillness and the adventure lies. See ya.
Hey friends, it's Mike. And as the campfire dies down and we put everything away for the day, get prepared to make that trek and that adventure that is another page in our story. I really hope that you're finding value out of this podcast. And if you are, feel free to swing over to projectmyopiaoutdoors.com and sign up for the newsletter. That way you get tons of emails that are jam-packed, full of useful information and inspiration for the wilderness adventures that we all enjoy, as well as the daily life that makes up our journey. And until next time, we'll talk soon.